Welcome to Leadership Speaking Radio. This is episode number 20. Our topic today is vocal tools from the Leadership Speaking Toolbox. I'm your host, Dr. Laura Penn, professional speaker coach, industry disruptor, and founder of the Leadership Speaking School. We're based in Switzerland, and we train global leaders and changemakers how to speak in public. To find out how we transform the leaders that we work with from good speakers to great speakers, go ahead and visit our website at www.theleadershipspeakingschool.com. Now let's get straight into our topic. This episode is part of a series of leadership speaking tools that I am sharing with you to love you up in this time of disruption and change. I want to give you the tools that you need in order to elevate your virtual conversations and your live conversations so that you can show up as the best version of yourself. Previous episodes, starting from episode 16, have given you the basics of the leadership speaking toolbox. And then you've learned a little bit about content creation in episode 17. Rehearsal tools showed up in episode 18. And most recently, episode 19 talked about appearance tools and that you are what you wear, etc., etc. In today's episode, I want to download some really powerful vocal tools for you so that you can speak so that people want to listen to what you have to say. Remember that your voice is a part of your body just like your fingers, your feet, and your elbows. It is a magnificent and versatile communication device which reveals who you are and where you come from. Its volume and pitch and rate divulge your personality and expose your true feelings and attitudes. Folks, it's your calling card. It is essential, I believe, that you tune in to the power and the influence of your voice, because the more aware you are of it and the more control that you have over its use, the more effective you will be as a speaker. Furthermore, just like playing an instrument, the better you sound, the more your audience is likely to want to listen to you. This understanding of your voice, it all begins with an understanding of your vocal anatomy. Remember that your voice is a complex instrument driven by the interaction of key organs, muscles, and bones of your body. When you speak, air from your lungs rushes up your windpipe and into your larynx, where it streams past the vocal cords, causing them to vibrate against each other hundreds of times per second, forming audible pulses. These pulses are pushed upwards into your skull where they interact with articulators like your tongue, your cheeks, and your lips, which filter the pulses, allowing them to emanate as the sound of your voice. I simply love vocal anatomy, and it reveals a little bit about my science geekiness. I'm a total science nerd, and talk to me about any kind of anatomy, and you will have my full attention. That is why I'm sharing this detailed anatomy with you, partly because I love it, but Also because it's so important to see what's going on inside your body. What are the workings of the machinery in there? And how are these things interacting with each other? And how are they influenced by you? Tension is the enemy of your voice. That is what one of my gurus, Kristen Linklater, told me. And ever since she told me that, I just 
pay attention to that all the time. If you understand that tension, that's tension in your neck, your shoulders, your chest, your hips, your knees, your feet, folks, tension anywhere will influence the sound of your voice. So a key factor to freeing your voice, as Kristen says, or to making your voice, giving your voice the opportunity to flow through your body, tension needs to be relieved. I've covered this in other episodes, so I'm not going to talk more about it, except to say that tension is the enemy of your voice. So really consider what you need to do to warm your voice up before you use it. I want to spend time in this episode of Leadership Speaking Radio to help you get familiar with your voice. Let me ask you a question. Do you cringe when you hear the sound of your own voice in a recording? Do you ask yourself, do I really sound like that? I know, hearing the sound of your voice played back is often very shocking and uncomfortable because it usually sounds different to what you would expect, right? And you know what? If you're like most people, you believe that the world hears the same voice that you hear from inside your head when you speak. But I'm here to tell you that that's not the case because the sound that you hear in your head is distorted by the bones of your head. Your true voice is what you hear in a recording. Yep. So that voice that you might cringe through hearing is your true voice. And guess what needs to happen next? You need to make friends with your voice. You need to become familiar with this organ of yours and learn to accept how it sounds by listening to it. I suggest that you find a recording device like your smartphone and the memo function to record yourself speaking. Totally ad-lib. Speak spontaneously. Talk about whatever you want for about a minute. Talk about the weather, what you had for breakfast, whatever comes to mind. Then be gentle with yourself. Take a breath and prepare. Play back your recording a couple of times and listen to yourself and evaluate what you love, not what you hate, what you love about your voice. After you've evaluated yourself this first round, record yourself again, ad-libbing for another minute. This time, talk about whatever else, something else, and explore your voice. Play with it now in this second recording. Try speaking with vitality and passion, and experiment with speaking with sadness or anger. Get some emotion in that voice. Speak louder, and then more softly. Play with your voice and have fun with it. Play back your second recording now and listen to it. And listen to the quality now of what it sounds like when you've played with it. When you've ripped it out of its boring, tired status quo. And understand the potential that your voice is waiting for you to tap back into. I say back into because, yeah, you were doing all this beautiful vocal acrobatic work with your voice before you became a grown-up before you attended school for however many years of your life, before you started to work in the workforce, before oh, before you got stuck in a place with your voice where you are doing the same thing all the time and you are living in this narrow, small vocal range that doesn't even reflect half of who you are in that voice, that does not give life to the color, the potential, the 
world that your voice could represent for you if you let it out of its cage. So once you've gotten friendly with your voice, once you've accepted that what you hear in that recording is your true voice and love it and work on it now and get to know it better and most importantly, play, play and play with your voice. Folks, that's how we, we learn by playing. We learn by trying stuff out. We also release ourselves when we play. We get rid of the rules and the, the regulations and we go for it. That's what I want you to do with your voice. And by the way, all of the things that I'm talking about now involve you taking care of your voice. At no point am I saying scream out loud and hurt your vocal cords or clear your voice in that <clears throat> clearing sound that actually really hurts your voice. Don't do things that hurt your voice. Play with your voice in gentle ways. If you feel pain at any point in any of the stuff I'm talking about, stop. That is your body saying you've gone too far. Do not do things that give you pain. Along the way, drink lots of water. Along the way, rest. Along the way, listen. Listen carefully to the signals that your body's giving you when enough is enough. I want to talk to you about how to speak so that people do want to listen to what you have to say. And you need to know that as a speaker, you want to make a positive vocal impression on your audience. You want your voice to sound natural and confident. And you want to project energy and strength, n'est-ce pas? You also want to speak in a way that sounds pleasant and friendly. And in order for you to do this, to access this power, yeah, you need to start playing. So here is what you can play with. Play with volume. Volume refers to the loudness or the softness of your voice. Vary your volume when you speak to add energy and to make what you are saying more interesting. Be conscious of the fact that a voice that is too loud, though, will annoy the audience and a voice that is too soft will make the audience strain to hear or the audience will tune the speaker out entirely. Be careful. And be sure to adapt your voice to suit the venue in which you are speaking. If you are in a giant auditorium, do a little more what my logopedist calls projection vocale. Projection vocale is about pushing your voice out, but not hurting it. It's pushing it from a diaphragm place, pushing it from a middle of your body place, not from a middle of your throat place. And by the way, working with a logopedist is what they're called here in this part of Switzerland, is how you access your breathing is how you develop knowledge and understanding of how to support your voice with breath. I'm not teaching you that here in this podcast because you can't learn that in a podcast. But you go to a logopedist to do this work. And I work with one constantly to improve the sound of my voice and so that I can protect my voice because I use it so much. Anyway, back to more ways to speak so that people want to listen. Play with speed. The speed that you talk in influences the effectiveness of what you're talking about. If you talk too fast, the audience will not be able to keep up with you and will quickly lose interest. Yes, it's like you're throwing your message away if you're speaking too fast. However, if you speak too slowly, hmm, you'll risk boring your audience and putting them to sleep. Speak fast enough to keep the audience's attention, but slowly enough for them to absorb your message. Vary your rate when you speak. Just Get into the message that you're talking about. If you're talking about something serious and intense, and that might even be personal or a secret, talk slower. 
If you're excited about your topic, if you feel full of vigor and life about it, then speak faster. We will feel your emotional connection to what you're talking about, your pathos, if you remember those pillars from Aristotle in the episode that started this series, episode 16. We will feel your pathos, your emotional connection to your topic based on the speed of your talking and FYI based on the volume. Next, think about tone. The tone of your voice reflects your emotional state and physical well-being. They are inextricably linked. You can't take the tone out of your body. You need to think about whatever your body's feeling is what your voice will be revealing. That's your tone. It's like your color. A monotone is gray. As an effective speaker, you want color. You want oomph. You want texture. You want variety. If you're feeling happy and elated, the tone of your voice will mirror this state of being. If you're feeling nervous or insecure, guess what? Others can hear it when you speak. It shows up in your tone. It's that emotional connection. It is inextricably linked, like I said. In order to keep your tone upbeat, regardless of what you're feeling emotionally and physically, consider these helpful ideas. Smile. A smile on your face puts a smile in your voice. Am I saying smile for the whole talk? No, of course not. But I am saying, listen to what you're saying. Pay attention to the words you're using. It was the happiest day of my life is not how you would say that sentence. It was the happiest day of my life. You're smiling and you can hear that smile in your voice and it generates good feeling. The audience can pay attention and live in that with you. Engage your face. Another great way to pick up your tone. People who are monotone don't move their face muscles. They don't move their eyebrows, they don't move their cheek muscles, they don't move their lips. You can't lip read on a person who's monotone because their lips aren't moving. When you move your face around on purpose, that moves the air around in your mouth. And those articulators, the tongue and the teeth and the lips, those, your breath is bouncing off of those things and the sound is coming out differently. Enhanced, colorful. Use your hands. Enliven your tone by gesturing with your hands. Gesticulate freely, people. And keep your hands moving in that conversation. Don't plan what you're going to do with your hands. Just use them the way you would use them in a natural conversation, like you do every day. This speaking situation should not change that for you. Invite your hands into the conversation. Let them support you and let them support your voice. Finally, stand up straight. Yes, no hunched over shoulders, no bent over like a garden hose that's stuck. No, 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 no. Stand up straight. Give your vocal anatomy the space that it lives in. An open chest cavity. Open freed shoulders and shoulder blades. Tension free. Let that air in your body move and flow freely through you so that that voice comes out and represents. Pause. Pauses are oral punctuation marks, folks. And I believe that they are one of the most powerful oratory tools out there. Period. These powerful tools give your audience many things, including the opportunity to reflect on what you've just said and to digest your message. They also allow you as a speaker a brief moment to take in air. Ah, filling those lungs and oxygenating your body and reinvigorating yourself. They also give you the opportunity to reflect on what you're going to say next. 
use pauses generously in every single talk you give. When you put in a pause, you literally give space and time to what you're saying. You can use your punctuation to figure out when to do it. At the end of a sentence, you have a longer pause. When you have commas, you have a shorter one-beat pause. Figure it out. You use pauses naturally in conversation. Extend that knowledge to your public speaking, using pauses the way you would in a conversation. Pop words. One of the most effective ways to make your words matter is to pop them, like popcorn. Popping words means lifting them so that they stand out. That sentence that I said earlier, it was the happiest day of my life. I was talking about smiling at that point. But now I'm going to be talking about popping. What word in that sentence needs to lift? It was the happiest day of my life. If you guessed happiest, you're right. Try to lift that word, lifting it like this, happiest. Okay, say the sentence with me. One, two, three. It was the happiest day of my life. That is lifting. That is popping the word. There are words like this in every single sentence that you give. Usually they're adjectives or verbs describing something, activating something. See, I just activated that word activated by popping it. This is how you make your ideas stand out, by lifting the words, popping the words. Underline these words in your script with a colorful pen and practice in your rehearsal to lift them every time you say them. It's wonderful. It gives flavor, dimension, color, and activation to what you're saying. Just a few last-minute thoughts here, and then I'm going to wrap this up. When you are playing with your words, remember to keep revising through the entire process until every word works in your mouth and in your body. I'm talking about in your rehearsals. Keep revising. Keep making it sharper, shorter, better every time you rehearse. Never stop. Add to, delete, and modify your text until it feels just right. Folks, until you love it, until you do like me and you are, you've got that text, you've printed it out, and you sleep with it under your pillow because you're so in love with it and you want it close to you. That's when you know your text is ready. Another thing to remember when playing with your words is let your content determine what you are doing with your voice. What is that emotional connection that you are talking about? What is that scenario? What is that example? What is that idea? What is your emotional connection to those things? Let your voice reveal that. Take us there. Take us to the pathos of that, and we will feel what you feel. Check in with your intuition when you are playing with your voice all the time. Ask yourself, does this feel good? Is this right? Do I like this? That's you. That's your internal voice calibrating and telling you exactly how things are going. If it doesn't feel good, it's not good. Change something. Make a bold decision. Switch something up. If it feels good, folks, it usually is good. Keep going. Keep going with it if it feels good. Finally, if the word does not work in your mouth, like let's just say that you've got a big word, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, right? I'm sorry, but that's just not coming out of your mouth. Change the word. Give yourself a word that your mouth can say. And this is also, this is that golden information about write like you speak. Don't speak like you write. Mm. I don't want to hear your academic journal vocabulary in your talk because you're not going to be able to say it. It's not going to come out of your mouth, right? We're not going to understand half of it. 
and your message will be lost. Write like you speak. Use that tool that I talked about in episode 17, walking and talking, create a conversational tone in your content and it will be easier for you to remember. It will be easier for you to say and it will be easier for your audience to absorb. All right, I think I've hit you over the head with enough great tools there. Let's leave it at that. Folks, I hope that you found this episode helpful and that you can apply what you have learned to your own leadership speaking. Do it. Insert these ideas in your talking. Whether you are having virtual conversations or live ones, play, play, play with your voices. They want you to engage with them again. It's like a lost toy that you stopped playing with a long time ago. Get that toy back. Clean that toy up and get back into life with your voice. I look forward to bringing you another episode next time where I will unpack more leadership speaking golden nuggets. I can't wait. I'm having so much fun. I hope that you guys are learning from this stuff. Keep communicating with me. Tell me what you want more of. I am here to serve you. I am here to love you up. And until then, stay healthy, stay safe, take care of yourself, and take care of others. I'll look forward to checking in with you next time. All the best. Ciao.